Just, you know, slide it across. He looks, his looks smaller now. Yeah, it does. Inter- <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think all the just... euphemisms in this one, I swear to God. It's not just you, Jeff. Okay, this happens good. all the time. Um, I think we just have, you, have to, you have to get right up on it. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> we got to get this show well, on the road, man. That I'm gonna, I have to, like, open my mouth more on this, is what you're saying. <laughs> Which yeah, I'm you are. fully capable of doing. Oh, Lord. <laughs> all right. <laughs> She sells seashells by the seashore. I'm ready when you are. Go. Podcasting from the Sportique Studios, where if you don't like this podcast, you just need to trust the organization. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels without producer Scott Stafford, but with from DenverStiffs.com, NBA writer and dean of the dance floor, the fabulous Jeffrey Morton. And your host, John Making podcasting great again. Yes, yes. That's what we're doing here. So <laughs> welcome to the South Stands Denver fan cast, everybody. We're back. Um, back for more. Some good times are ahead. And uh, we've got a longtime guest and good friend of the show. Jeffrey Morton is with us. Uh, Jeff, how are you doing? Welcome back. I'm doing well. And um, I'm used to the uh, concrete bunker. Yes. And, uh, but actually, the last time I was here, we did it uh, a Upstairs and across the way, but yeah, we did. I think this is more. The, the, this is, we did, and it was and it was loud, and I had to open my mouth. But I, I, th- this is kind of like the brick bunker now, isn't it? This is. This yeah. Is more there's, a, there's no windows in this one either, so yeah, I mean, it's more. <laughs> that's the important part. <laughs> space. No one will fairly soundproof. So um, it's a uh, it, it's it's a it's a bigger space. The one you were at was on the other side of this wall, and mm-hmm. it was that was very nice too. It actually sounded pretty good considering how open the space was. Yeah. yeah. But um, this is this is nice too. But welcome welcome to the the new and improved bunker. This yes. is it finally. Oh and yes, we got a it's, table. It's yes, that's yeah. true. It's, it's good to have you. Uh, real quick. Why did you change your uh, your uh, Twitter name to King of Thornton? I mean, I know you are the King of Thornton, but um, you know, before you know, it, 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 you being a writer and a you know a a, uh, a media guy, don't you want people to know who you are and your name? I mean, yeah, I'm the King of Thornton. <laughs> okay, I guess that, I guess that answers that. Um, I usually have people call me your liege, but no, mm-hmm. I, actually, I. Um, it's more in reference to what Nate always calls me on the Colorado Sports Guys podcast, which is the King of Thornton. And Nate changed his Twitter uh, handle to Pickaxe and Roll, which is a reference to a blog that he used to run uh, nine years ago ago, uh, before the Pickaxe and Roll and Denver Stiffs merged. That was the blog that Nate ran. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Then I thought about it and said, like, you know what? I've, I've been on Twitter since 2010 and it's Jay Morton 78 is kind of stale. So. I'm going to just change it to what Nate calls me. I'm going to be the king of Thornton. I like it. It's I'm good. just going to embrace that shit. It's good. I you know, you, you're, you've you chosen a niche that I think you can sustain. I mean, I, I don't see a long line of people <laughs> competing to be the king of Thornton. <laughs> this is true. This no, is true. and actually, just on Sunday, I don't think you'll need to mount a mighty steed. No, no, no. no. I was, uh, well, I was, I was looking for this this Lego set for my kid, and we drove all the way up to yeah. Stapleton. And they said, oh, we don't have it here, but they, they have one in Thornton. And I went, 
I'm not driving a Thornton, kid. <laughs> I said, no way, no way. So I, Now, I, the I, trick <laughs> is if you do end up stuck having to go to Thornton for uh, any reason at all, you eat at the Cinzetti's up there. Yeah, well, the, the, have oh, you been yeah, to the Cinzetti's? I, I have for the uh, the uh, massive Italian buffet that they oh, have. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh. And, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just plan on, bring a minivan and plan on sleeping in the car before you drive. <laughs> of course. <laughs> just get a nap in. John was up there, uh, like, I think last year, and you uh, gave your uh, son some hummus, as I remember. Yeah, I did. Uh, mm-hmm. What that, uh, that Middle Eastern place that you suggested yes, is I did. very good. See, Thornton has got some, got some good eats up there. I'll give him that. Yeah. Now, the people are nothing to write no, home about. That's true. But, I but mean, the being the king, the king of King of Thornton is like being the king of the tallest garbage pile. So, hey, you know what? You're, at least you're the king, right? I, so, yeah, well, you got to be the king of something. Um, so lots of stuff going on. Uh, Jeff, we, Jeff is also the, in Colorado sports guys. Um, the you know the the second best sports <laughs> podcast in Denver. I mean, let's well, let's I mean, be honest. I want to take this opportunity. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Don't <laughs> no, get me it's wrong. Fantastic. I, I, I want to formally retract. Our old nickname for the Colorado Sports Guys podcast, which was, of course, of course, the shit show of an amateur hour. Of course. <laughs> because that distinction clearly belongs to Captain Bronco. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so he now wields that uh, that title. And you you folks are the Colorado Sports Guys podcast. Oh, and you've been at it for so long. It's just so, it's a better so show. So long. That's right. You guys have been at it almost as long as we have. So uh, yeah, kudos yeah. to you. Yeah, I, I, I remember. Never forget the first time I ever met you guys was at Carmelo Anthony's going away party. That that, that was such a that. fun time. And Josh Kroenke and Masai Ujiri showed up to that thing, and I'm like, oh, that's the first time I, I had ever met you. And then we saw each other at the Westbrook Awards. Um, um, I think later, maybe a couple of months later, and you guys got the the award that year for the uh, best podcast, right? Yeah, and then they kind of discontinued doing that sort of thing. So. I, no, I think they still do it. I just don't think do we've they? Been, no, we've haven't, all of us haven't been involved. We have not. No, I mean, <laughs> the most recently, we got best sports blog from them. I want to say it was two Westward Web Web Awards ago, and I was there to receive it. And really, John had something better to do. <laughs> Wax his car. I, I was I was sitting at home, I think, on the couch. So but, they have invited uh, us back since I kind of went on Twitter and. And, and trash them a little. So well, they, the whole process that they have for naming award winners in those various categories is a little bit suspect. I don't yeah. think that they really have the resources or wherewithal yes. to really to really figure out what's going on. So it's like buddies of some guy well, in the sales department. Well, <laughs> for example, um, and you know, I've I've certainly been critical of Westward over the years. Um, my stance has has softened over time. Some good folks over there. They had for uh, radio hosts, they had uh, Nate Kreckman, who at that time did not have a radio show. He was in the running for best best radio sports radio host, and he hadn't been on the air for probably you know five months, I think. So uh, Nate was happy about that. He was he yeah. was he was really thrilled to be nominated. <laughs> sure he, was. Um, he actually talked about that with uh, Nalen on his show just the other day. Did he? Did okay, he? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I missed and, that. And uh, so he, uh, you know, now obviously on back on the radio, uh, AM nine fifty altitude radio um what do you think of that uh jeff that uh, that station and and what do you think of having uh obviously it's all the same players it's all people that we've we've heard before mm-hmm. but uh do you think it adds to the to the spice of life we really got to get into the whole radio thing with jeff mm-hmm. um you know we we've been we've been bludgeoned to death with yeah. um with the fans coverage of the broncos which we all understand why it 
happens, why it goes on. Um, but it's nice to have that other kind of voice where maybe they can they can diverge into other other topics. Well, you know, for the longest time, that was supposed to be 1023, 105.5, um, whatever stations, variant stations they, they were over the last five years. That was supposed to be them before they were run into the ground. And I think that they were really never that because they were also very football focused. Um, I do like the lineup on one uh, 95 or 95, one, 950 on, uh, which is what the fan used to be. Ironically, yes, back in the it day. was. Yep. AM 950. <laughs> but I, it's, I like the lineup, especially the morning show. The morning show really clicks with me. I, I mean, I, I don't know if you, how much you guys have listened to it, but it's, oh, yeah, tons. it's, it's been my, the one that I go to and, and I'm friends with Scott Hastings. So I'm, I'm a little biased, but I enjoy his chemistry with uh, Lauren Gardner and uh, Tom Hilmer. But, I agree. But you, but you also are, are, are basketball focused and, yes. and Scott's going to talk yes, probably yes. more basketball. So it, it has that. Here's here's the whole thing. If you're into basketball, yeah. as you are, let's say I'm into only I'm only into the MLS. That's the only thing I'm into, <laughs> right? And uh, and I'm not being represented somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look for other things. And I think we've we've talked about this. Whereas, like, hey, if someone's not going to represent you, then you've got to find your information in another place. Yeah. And then that means you're going to go to you're going to go to blogs. You're going to go to podcasts. You're going to do other things. Yeah. So it's a good thing that. AM 950s here because then they can kind of try to take some of that overflow of people who are sick of only talking about the Broncos. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, it's it it does drive people to other news sources, which yeah, I does. think ultimately is good for people like yourselves, people like like me and Colin. Of course. Well, I mean, podcasts are or for the people who can devote an hour to things and not go away. You know, radio is very hit and miss. Radio is just I'm going to listen for 10 minutes. I'm going to click off to go somewhere else. I'm going to get out of my freaking car, and then I'm going to go somewhere. You know? Well, and you said an important thing, and it's it's one of the premises that a program director typically takes in evaluating how the programming is supposed to be situated because the assumption is that you listen for seven minutes, and then the next guy listens for seven minutes, and then the guy after him listens for seven minutes. And the three of us, and I think pretty much anybody who would download this podcast listens in a different way. And therefore, first of all, having a woman in the mix on those radio programs like they do at Altitude now, it makes a huge difference yep. in the way it softens the show, in the way it redirects the show, in the way it keeps the sports topics light. And you're right, the mix that they created with Tom Helmer and Scott Hastings is working out particularly well yeah. for whatever reason that those two work off of each other super well, but it's not half the show that it is without Lauren Gardner in the middle. Yeah. And then later on, you have Julie Brownman assisting with both the Nate and Nayland show and the Vic Lombardi, Kyle Keefe show. And Brownman does the same thing for those programs. So I think that's one of the wisest things about what they've done. And Susie Wargen kind of, when I, I was talking about this on Twitter and Susie Wurgeon was like, hey, hey, what am I, chop liver? No, Wurgeon's been doing it for years and that's one reason KOA is so good. Yeah. So for them to have kind of, to have realized that men do enjoy women in sports talk radio has been fantastic. The tempo and the tone, especially if I listen to 10 minutes of the fan morning show and I've had my lethal dose of it, <laughs> 
Um, I've had all of Mark Slareth that I can stand. Then, and it's not that he's bad. He's a super pro. I'm just not in the mood for that right then. In the the morning mix, the type of tempo you want with a morning show. Look at Good Morning America, Regis and Kathy Lee. All these shows that people watch in the morning because they're soft. It's like a soft boiled egg. That's how the that's how the altitude AM show is playing out. Yeah. Well, and and I think also the you know having a woman in there because you have to think that I mean how many women do you know that listen to the fan? I don't I don't know many. And you have to think that that might draw some people in yeah. because you hear a woman's voice and you think, oh, well, I can relate to that. And they have a good rapport. So I think people might uh, you might get more people in on that. Well, so. by, by and large, the, the demographic for radio is, is significantly older than a podcast. Sure. And um, their demographic are people who are people who are going to listen to certain things. And I understand the approach that the fan took. I, I've said this over and over. I, I understand it's like pl- playing the hits. It really is. They are they are an F, They are the the top forty radio now because it's it's sports. Um, I understand it. At the same time, it's it's almost to the point where you've heard the same Britney Spears song over and over again. Oh and yeah. You would like to hear something else. Boy, that's a great way of putting it. It <laughs> and, really is. And it's it's like now it's what are you what what are they going to play? They're all still playing that same damn Britney Spears song. There's. So there's a guy uh, that that works for me and he listens to the fan and he that's all he listens to. And when I brought up this other station, I said, oh, well, you know, I am 950, you know, and, and he was just like, no idea. And I said, oh, you know, so and so and so and so. Nope. Don't know who that is because he only listens to the fan. He loves the Broncos. So he's totally into that. Mm-hmm. And it's like um, it's it's like when. It's like when, uh, and this is going to date me a little bit, when I was in college and the, the first Gulf War happened and it was on CNN and this was the first time that everyone was watching this happen in real time yep. and people just couldn't get up off the couch and they couldn't stop watching it. And I was just like, man, people are totally fixated on this. Mm-hmm. It's like that with the Broncos. If you're that into the Broncos and you don't care about anything else, it's fucking mainline. It's right. It's right to the right to the pleasure center, that stuff. So which is great. I'll check in on it once in a while. I'll listen to like Cecil a little bit, hear him talk about some things I didn't know about. It's great, but I can't take that much of it. I need I need a little bit of I need a little bit of something else. I want to hear Scott Hastings talk a little give some stories about being in the NBA. I love that stuff. Oh, the the other morning and this is something that you just would not hear at the fan. And again, we all agree the what they've done with their formatting is probably what they have to do to survive in this sure. environment. But but as a as a tier whatever listener, I'm sure they have a term for us. Um, we're looking for something a little bit different. They had an interview with Mike Malone that went an entire segment, and at the end of the segment, Helmer said, Mike, can you stick around with us a while longer? They recognized this is going well. This is interesting. Our listeners will hang out for this. And by the time it was over, it was basically the length of a small podcast, this interview with Mike Malone. And... It was the kind of radio where I got to my destination, turned off my ignition, turned my column to accessory position, and sat and listened to the radio for four minutes in my car like an idiot because I wanted to hear the end of that interview. And I haven't heard programming like that since the press box was on Mile High Sports. He was in the studio too, though, right? Wasn't he in the studio? He was in the studio. He was in the studio. See, that helps. And that's... 
you wouldn't hear that on most other places because yeah. they just don't have time for it. They'll have, you know, listen to like, you know, one of the, like Dan Patrick, one of those guys. They'll have somebody on for seven minutes and, and then it's just out the door. You get somebody to sit down with you. As, as you know, you, if mm-hmm. you interview somebody face to face, you're going to have a different reaction with them. Oh, yeah. And that's for radio. That's fantastic, because if they can do interviews like that, especially with the coach of the one of the pro teams in town, it's fascinating. One it's of the stuff. pro teams in town who happens to share ownership with the station. Well, yes. That's why he was there. So if you're, a, yes. if you're a fan of the Avalanche and, and Nuggets, however, that is a welcome gift because you're going to have access to those people that you would not otherwise necessarily have. And they're doing a fantastic job covering the Rockies. And they can say whatever they want about the Rockies. That's, that's nice, too, because well, I, KOA me, can't. Let me ask you this. You know, John, you're a hockey fan. How thrilled were you that they had Kyle Keith on, Keith on there and then just it, having someone who's actually knowledgeable about hockey? Not, not only him, but, I mean, they had um, – they had. Um, What's his name? What's his partner's name? Mark Mark, Mark Mark Rycroft. Yeah, Yeah. I'm a big hockey fan. Um, (laughs) They had Rycroft on. uh, They've had uh, they've had Peter McNabb on. Mm -hmm. They've they've all access to these guys who just come in and shoot the shit. And that and that's great. And, and, you know, it's probably thrilling for for all fans getting back to kind of what we started with fans of these other teams that aren't getting any of this attention because there's always a story. Absolutely. Regardless if the Nuggets of the Avalanche are playing, they're not playing. They didn't they didn't quite make it to the playoffs. They did not. They did not. There's always a story, and there's always something to talk about with these guys so you can get away from who's going to be the quarterback of the Broncos, which is obviously fascinating stuff, but you can talk about, hey, this is what the Avalanche are going to do, or, hey, what went wrong with the Nuggets this season. It's good stuff. We Let's take our first break, and I want to, I want to get into some more of this with you, Jeff, because I want to talk to you about the Nuggets and this whole thing about um, the, uh, the web traffic. The web oh, traffic thing yeah. is very fascinating to me. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about that because I want to I ask you about that. And it kind of ties into what we're talking about, of people seeking out other uh, news sources. Right. So uh, let's get into the second quarter. Little little uh, Darling Nikki. Is it Darling Nikki? Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. Oh, Prince. Too soon, buddy. Too soon. Yep. Uh, let's get into it right now. I in a hotel lobby masturbating with a magazine. How'd you like to waste some time And I could not resist When I saw little Nicky grind She took me to her castle And I just couldn't believe my eyes She had so many devices Why can't I hear myself? I thought I was silly with my Michael Dukakis earphones. But. Uh, <laughs> take, take two. Take two. Sportique is where scooters come from, and you can find Sportique scooters at 160 South Broadway in the heart of beautiful downtown Denver, where you're going to want to ride your scooter every day. Park at a bike rack for free. No motorcycle endorsement needed. No license plates either. Check out the genuine scooters, Buddy 50 and Roughhouse 50, the last remaining two-stroke scooters on the market at Sportique, where scooters come from. 
It's questions. It's questions. It's questions. Yeah. Questions. Was Laramie Tunsil determined to be the highest pick in the 2016 draft? Thank you. Before making his selection in the second round of the 2016 NFL draft, did John Elway say, don't worry, I got sis? Uh, how will Paxton Lynch split his time between being the quarterback for the Broncos and the mascot for Anonymous? <laughs> Even though Lynch is the new kid on the block, is he hoping to get in sync with his wide receivers? Has the entire Denver media gotten a Mark Sanchez tattoo? Is Gary Kubiak telling his new quarterbacks, just try not to suck as bad as Peyton Manning did last year, and we're good? Now that Von Miller has finished dancing with the stars, can he focus on what really matters, slamming tons of drugs before he gets a new contract? Did Sandy Clough, does Sandy Clough have a more ordinary name now that he's in the witness protection program? <laughs> Is Troy Tulowitzki doing the impossible this season, making the Rockies look good? Might Tulo have benefited from a more relaxing spring training facility? Does Toronto's lower elevation make his legs even heavier? Now that the NFL draft is over, can Cecil Lammy turn his attention to the NFL draft? <laughs> is Mark Schlereth trying to win a daytime Emmy for his portrayal of Mark Schlereth? You have questions. We... Have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. know exactly when this was made sound wise but it's not like the most 80s songs where you just go oh my god this just sounds like the freaking 80s because there was always a little something extra that he did that made it timeless just, yeah. you know what i mean it's, it's not, got it's got a real heavy r&b vibe yeah. along with its then modern sound it reeks of apollonia yeah yeah Oh, Don't I mean, we all? Yeah, I wish. I wish. At the time when this came out, I wish I did reek of Apollonia. Um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff from Prince. Um, you know, it's so funny because like everyone like was like, I, I didn't even remember he did the Super Bowl halftime, but everyone's like fawning over it. And oh, it was a like great that. one. Yeah, yeah. I remember good. it was like the it was when didn't wasn't that when Manning won his first Super yes. Bowl? Yes, Miami. Yeah. In Miami, so. Um, <laughs> You know, bless him. He's he's an icon. I, I love all the stories. Unfortunately, when someone dies, then you get all the you get all the good stories. Yeah. Um, like there's the David Bowie one about uh, the the cunt in a clown suit. You know that story? Yes. And that that's a great story. And unfortunately, so take- should I just Google that then? Cunt in a clown well, suit. Well, I'll just tell you, it's real easy. They were they were filming uh, the Ashes to Ashes video, which you you've seen, right? It's like it's real washed out, and he's walking on a beach in the in the clown suit. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're they're filming it, and this old man just walks across the shot, and he takes his time, and then they're like, "Great!" So the guy goes over and he goes, "You know, sir, we're uh, you know we're filming a we're filming something here," and and uh, the old man's like, "I don't I don't care," you know, and he's like he's like, "Oh well, do you know who that is?" And he's pointing at Bowie, and he looks at him, he's like, 
That's some cunt in a clown suit. <laughs> and, and Bowie's takeaway was, you know what? We're all just a cunt in a clown that's suit. It. Yeah, that's, you know, that's just really, it was a very humbling experience for him. So, um, you know, things like that. It, unfortunately, it takes somebody to, to die to have that stuff come out. But of course. Um, I think Prince, like, you know, they were like talking all the, the, the money he donated to kids and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so, you know. Not like Michael Jackson who donated sperm to kids. Yeah, it's geez. different. <laughs> It's a different kind of donation. Yeah, I, I think lots know, of it. But history is going to be much kinder to Prince than Michael Jackson. I have a feeling. So um, I don't know, man. People love Michael, and you know what? I love Michael. God damn it! It's it's such a fucking shame that he turned out to be such a creepazoid. Because I'll I'll listen to a Michael Jackson song still, and I'm just like, God damn, he was good. Well, he was good. Rock. I, I heard Rock with you on my way into work just a couple days ago, and of course we've all heard it a million times. But I'm listening to it, and I'm listening to his voice, and I'm just like, my God, the guy was amazing. Both Off the Wall and Thriller are amazing albums. Very good stuff, yep. Um, perfect, perfect pop albums, I would say. And maybe that's why, you know, that's why these people do need to die, because if they, they keep on and on and on, um, they'll end up like, you know, I don't know, Bono. <laughs> or something like that, you know. I was gonna say the Rolling Stones. There was a cut in the clown suit. The old, yeah, he's a you, know, you know, one guy I found like a- after I turned forty, I just accepted that it was okay to really like it. Is Lionel Richie? I love oh, yeah. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie's great. I found myself listening to the that song from the movie White Knights. What was it? Oh, oh. say you, oh. say me, <laughs> say it for always. Oh, he's he's great, man. There's nothing wrong with Lionel, um, and not dead. Yes. You know, so I've got a little game for us later. Speaking of dead, um, we can play it anytime. It's going to go real, real quick, but it's just called Am I Dead? Awesome. That's a good game. I think we talked about doing that. Um, We'll get to that and uh, we'll get to some Broncos because you know what? We we like to talk Broncos. Obviously, people enjoy talking Broncos. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a whole radio station dedicated. From what to I it. understand, there's never an off season. Never. There's never an off season. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll kick that can down the road. We'd like to save the Broncos talk for later. What I wanted to get into with with Jeff is the um, and this ties into the uh, alternate media sources was the thing that ESPN had said that the Nuggets uh they attracted the least amount of web traffic uh, on their site yes and which of course sounds like oh here's a huge diss on the nuggets everyone hates the nuggets the nuggets suck well what all that said to me was is that well they're probably going to more credible sources for their nuggets information like denver stiffs mm-hmm. bsn denver things like that where you have people that are dedicated to just covering the Nuggets, they're passionate about it, and they're going to give you information straight from the frickin' locker room. Whereas ESPN's just kind of like, well, here's the Nuggets, they suck, and they're not, they're not, um, they're not the, the well, Warriors. It, it yeah. corresponds nicely with the fewest number of butts in the seats at the actual it, arena. Absolutely yeah. true. But Jeff, do you do you do you agree with my point that that you that Denver Stiffs has probably got tons of web traffic? But just because ESPN doesn't doesn't mean that the Nuggets are unpopular. I'll tell you this: it's twofold. It um, it means that no one gives a flying rip about the Nuggets nationally, but it also means that people will are going to Denver Stiffs and they're going to other sources of, of Denver Nuggets news gathering because it, what it does is it for, focuses the niche the the niche if you will to go to where their niche is so we rather than going to a general sports site the last article that ESPN really wrote about the nuggets was this this big hit piece they wrote on Tim Connolly at the beginning of last season um and basically since then that and what has contributed to that actually is that 
after that article came out, and it, rightly the Nuggets did not take well to it, um, ESPN's access to the Nuggets has diminished quite a bit. So, therefore, they haven't written much of anything about them. They've been given a little bit of a cold shoulder. Yes. Did, did you notice when Will Barton was at the All-Star Game how dismissive the announcers from yeah. ESPN were? Uh, Charles Barkley said, and I quote, I don't watch garbage gap basketball teams. Yes. So he, and he's like, man, you haven't been seeing this Will Barton. One of the other guys, yeah, man, Will Barton's awesome. You haven't seen that? Wow, what, a, <laughs> what an imitation. That's, <laughs> and, uh, and, very ethnic. And, and, that's very good. Well, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> and then and then Charles is like, I don't, I don't watch the garbage basketball. And I'm just like, man, that's that's one of the 30 teams in the league you covered, jackass. And, yeah. if, and if somebody's good, who cares what team they're on? I mean, think about you know some of the teams that have sucked and they had a good guy on there. Everyone still watched it. But, mm-hmm. but, but, but Which I, is nine out of ten NBA teams, sure. by the way. But, but I digress. Um, so to your point. You cross-dress? So <laughs> the, <laughs> if, if I want Avalanche news, yes. uh, I certainly would never go to ESPN. No. That would be the last place I would ever go. Um, I would go to you know the uh, the, the BSN Avalanche uh, guys cover it very yeah. well. Yeah. Um, the the SB Nation one is really good as well. The Denver Post, I mean the you know the beat writers have to be on top of it if they're if they're actually at the games. Sometimes the Denver Post doesn't fly them to the games. Uh, yes, you know. But um, same thing with the Nuggets. But I would certainly go to one of those sources yeah. way before I'd go to any of the major ones. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, I've never really been um, a avid hockey fan, but when I really did watch the Avalanche, ESPN actually had really good Avalanche or it's hockey coverage in general. But this was back when the Avalanche were winning Relevant. Stanley Cups. Sure. Um, but that's when ESPN actually was carrying the games. And they had Gary Thorne and Bill Clement doing the games, and I thought for those names are burned into my brain because everyone was following the, the Avalanche while they were going through their, their time with winning the Cup, you know, from 96 to 2001. And I think that once they lost that, that coverage right there and had to go to after the lockout and had to go to NBC, and NBC basically buried the hockey, it was like, what do you – I mean, that's when things, like, start diminishing. The NBA's really exposed, and with the Nuggets, it's a different thing. Because by and large, nationally, the Nuggets, no one gives a flying rip about the Nuggets. Um, and that's been that the, the case throughout the Nuggets history. Sure. It's just, just the way it is. And that will also make the Nuggets traffic depressed. When Carmelo Anthony was being traded, um, we at Denver Stiffs got – it was in, an insane amount of traffic, and it was all from New York because everyone knew Mello was going to New York. But it piqued our traffic so much, we, it, I, it, it was insane. It was absolutely insane. The, the, the site would, this is before Sespe Nation did their redesign, and it would bog down the site. I was getting comment threads with 1,500, 2,000 comments in it from people I had no clue who were. And it was all because... Not necessarily that Mello was being traded, but he was probably going to New York. And that really spiked everything. But by and large, people don't care about the Nuggets. And unfortunately, in Denver, it's hit and miss. You really have to be good to compete with the Broncos. And that's that's understandable. And we all all live in that. We all live in that with that understanding. Yeah. As far as, and this kind of goes to the greater point, ESPN is, is a dying breed because they have... They're, they've just lost all these teams and fans who will not go there anymore because they're like, well, why would I go there yeah. when I can get direct 
information about the team I like. So as they've kind of gone to like, well, we're only going to cover, you know, the Cavs and the Warriors in basketball. We're only going to cover these teams in football. They are losing a massive amount of audience who are like, as we said before, going to sites like Denver Stiffs. They're listening to podcasts. They're going directly for the information because you can now do that yeah. instead of going, well, when's ESPN going to put something up about my team? So you realize well, we, that. we've just had the same conversation about ESPN that we had earlier about 104.3 The Fan. It's, and, They're playing yes, the hits, too. It's the same thing. And, yep. and this is the same thing. And, the, that, and therefore, an FX, FX Fox Sports forms and CBS Sports, NBC, all these other... I mean, NBC Sports is carrying World Premier League. I check yep. in with the fan with the fan because one, I mean, I like Cecil. I, I'll listen to what he has to say. It's usually something that I can learn from him. Um, I might pop in once in a while, but like once you hit the afternoon, I would I I wouldn't listen to that at all. And uh, God, now watch DMac probably listen to this. Going to give me give me a message saying, "Oh, you don't listen to me? That'll suck." Um, but. So I, I don't give a rip. Dmac, you're a douchebag. <laughs> oh, I love Dmac. <laughs> I like those guys. They do a great job. Love it's D-Mac. just I just my hero. It's just I, again, it's it Mousy is little hero. it is the exact same thing. ESPN, the fan. What they've done is they've said, "Hey, we have to survive. Here's how we survive." They consolidate and they go for one thing, and that one thing can mean, well, it's the Cavs and the Warriors, or it's the you know, it's the um, you know, it's going to be the Cowboys and whoever the fuck else. They. But they're they're totally uh, what's the saying? Cut your nose off to spite your face. Yeah. And they're they're doing that, and all these people are coming up, and they're like, "Well, I know ESPN doesn't cover the Rockies, so why would I ever watch ESPN? Yeah. Why would I ever go to their website when I can go to these specialized ones? The specialized websites are going to carry the day. If not take over, they're going to diminish the big boys so much that they're just because I think ESPN's ratings are already going down and down. So big time. It's gonna it's it's gonna impact that even more because of what they've done to 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 only cater to what they think is hot instead of covering everything was well, it really interesting because espn used to have what was called the true hoop network and that was individual blogs for every uh nba team sort of like what what uh, uh bleacher yes. report has yes, Nation. Nation. Nation has yes used to be and they and they didn't back it they didn't care for it and it died they would have been the kings of that. And you know what? They had an opportunity. Uh, SB Nation was recently mer- merged with NBC for a massive, almost billion-dollar package. My parent company is, own, is, is in partnership with NBC and has a partnership with iTunes and Apple. And these are the kind of things that the ES- ESPN missed out on because they didn't have the foresight, and this is exactly what happened to newspapers. Yep. This is exactly what happened yep. in newspapers is because they didn't see what was coming and they got clobbered and ESPN is getting clobbered right now because they thought they were too big to fail. Absolutely. And you know what? I kind of hope they do fail. Yeah. Do you hope ESPN fails? I don't. I, do you watch ESPN other no. than I watch ESPN? I watch. I used to. I watched some of the draft when the I think when the Broncos were picking. I watched some of the draft. I watched that on the NFL um, Network. And um, oh, it was on. NFL, maybe I was watching on NFL Network. Probably I were. No um, Monday Night Football. I'll watch um, that. I will watch NBA playoff games on ESPN. 
Monday Night Football, no question. I don't. I don't even watch that. Not that. I'm, but I mean, I used to have to watch SportsCenter as part of my daily yes, ritual, exactly. and but, I don't but anymore. When SportsCenter on? Don't know. Nobody knows. No idea. Nobody has any Remember idea. When Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann was must see. You knew exactly when it was on. Exactly. And everyone watched it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, I'd be in. I was in college, and it was like, oh, SportsCenter's on, and that's what you'd watch. And now I have no idea when it's on. So they've shot themselves in the foot. And uh, this is where everybody else and, and people like ourselves can can slide on in. You know, this good is stuff. You know, that's where, you know, the fan misses Sandy Cliff. Oh, I well, thought the, I think that was a beautiful transition. But we have to, but we this have is to, a podcasting professional. He, he is a podcast <laughs> professional. But we have to take a break. And get into the second half. So that's and what we call in the industry call a cliffhanger. Right? That is a, that's a cliffhanger. Is what it is. <laughs> See, a pro cliffhanger. right here, baby. That's a pro yes. right there. Oh yeah, gotta, right there. So you got to get to Twitter and, and put that out. Let's. Uh, I will. I will shit. do that. Make sure so I get credit for it. Um, yeah, let's get let's get into the second half and we'll get this cliffhanger underway and uh, we'll have more with the King of Thornton right after this. Springtime is here, and that means summer's right around the corner, and it means grilling. Grilling with Mangrates from Mangrate.com. Go to SouthStandsDenver.com or go to Mangrate.com and enter the promo code DENVER and order yourself or a friend, Father's Day not that far away, a set of these fully cast iron, made in America, grates for your grill you're not going to believe the difference the searing action the beautiful grill marks every time the improvement in the flavor of meats chicken porks i'm talking sausages hot dogs the whole bit mangrate is the grill enhancement system again visit southstandsdenver.com bsndenver.com click on the south stands link or go to mangrate.com and enter the promo code denver So many sports. sports. Good now, stuff. Now that the Rockies are, are at least entertaining at the moment, um, 
I don't feel like sports is letting me down that much. Like I don't miss football because there's been so much going on with NBA playoffs and, and baseball starting up and, and, uh, and fantasy baseball, which I'm enjoying oh, more than I could possibly have ever imagined. It's good times. It man. is good times. Um, you know, this because you're a sports fan and people who are interested in a way all of our focuses. Uh, Jeff likes basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I like hockey. I mean, I, football is my fave, but um, yeah. when we trickle down from there, I like hockey. I like baseball. Um, you're a sports fan. So you're enjoying all that sports has to offer, which I think is I think sports fans are 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 much more enjoyable than people who are just like, oh, I'm a, I'm a football fan. And, and I had I got a text from somebody that the other day who you and I both know, and it just said 128 days. And you know, look, football fan, I'm with you. I'm excited to fuck you, football. But fan. it's gonna snow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on 128 days, it's gonna start getting yeah, fucking I shitty I, again. I want to, I want to enjoy the heat. Okay. Yeah. And 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 give me the boys of summer for a while. I I think mm. that that football only fan is is one missing out. Now, there's so much great stuff. People can cry about, oh, baseball sucks, whatever. That's fine if you don't like baseball. Whatever. Did you see Nolan Arenado's yeah. catch the night oh, before it's, last? It's fantastic. There's, there's, there's always something good to watch. Um, even if I don't follow you know, the NBA as closely as you guys do, if I check in on it, I always see something awesome. There's always something great to, yeah. to look on it, look at it. And I and I just I think that the football only fan, the, Bron- the old Bronco only fan, is um, very bewildering to me. And um, I don't know. It's weird. And, you know, I've, I've been talking about tier two fans a lot. And um, and I think this is a thing you and Tiff are sharing together, right? No, I've 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 been um, I've been I've been talking about this for a little while. Um, I've been talking to a lot of people about this. Uh, maybe I should write about it this week. I think maybe I should write about you it. You just got yourself a call. I idea. think I did. I, I, I've been meaning <laughs> to. But but, you know, because there's these, all these people who are like they're only a Bronco fan, but they don't. They, they they don't follow anything else here. And that's fine if you don't like basketball. Okay? If you don't like basketball, I'm not going to force you to watch the Nuggets. Yeah. But then if you're like Bronco fan, Lakers, Red Sox, I'm like, you are not you are not involved. You are a tier two. You might even be a tier three. Because if you if you only like the Broncos and then you like the Red Sox and the Lakers, you fucking suck. You are a suck ass. And you don't deserve to enjoy the benefits of those of us here so who are who are tier one. Basically, fans. if you want to be a dyed in the wool Broncos fan, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and the Rockies come with it. You don't get to straddle the fence. Not, well, hold on. Be front runner. Not listen. Like I or said, you cannot give a shit about those sports. Well, look. If if you let's say you're like I don't like basketball, but I like I like the Rockies and mm-hmm. I like the Broncos. Cool. Okay, you're in. Or I like the Broncos and I like the Avs, but I'm not really into baseball, whatever. That's cool. But if you are only into the Broncos and then your interests lie elsewhere, then you're not you're not into Colorado. And that, to me, means you're automatically bumped down a tier. I, I, I've always accepted that, that the Nuggets don't occupy a major slice of the Denver market. Um, it's gone through its ebbs and flows. Um, when the Nuggets first entered in from the NBA, they were – enormous and they were actually the first team ever in, in professional team to go to a finals to go to a championship series and that was in 76 and there was this all this enthusiasm about the nuggets but it's not denver's not really a basketball town and and i i really do know this well, i've i've accepted that but i've never accepted the football only fan 
because I just don't understand it. I don't understand I, it. I, because in, as a basic concept, I'm, I love the I love the Nuggets. Number two for me would be baseball. And then, you know, the Broncos kind of slot in under that. And then, but you but, hardly miss a Broncos game. But I, I watch I know, the Broncos. because we're tweeting together I, I watch the, the Broncos. You're a, Colorado, you're a Colorado sports guy. I am. And a Colorado sports fan. And, and that's the whole thing is that, hey, you know, people are like, oh, the Rockies suck. I'm like, yeah, so what? They totally do. But if, if you're into the Miami Marlins and the Broncos are your other team, that's really weird. That's weird to that's me. Strange. It's, it's strange. Like, it's like it'd be front runners. It's all those people who showed up when Kobe Bryant was here. Uh, when Totally. Uh, all those Kobe Bryant fans that showed up at Pepsi. I, I was at that game, yeah. and, and it was it was disconcerting. I understand that, though. He's he's an icon. He's people, retiring. People love him. Yeah, yeah he's retiring. They're not going to see him anymore. I, I get that. that. That's fine. Um, it's just a weird thing that, you know, that somebody it, – it's just like – I that's that's the whole thing. It's a front runner thing where it's like, well, yeah, I love the Broncos and I love the Indiana Pacers and I love the Yankees. And you're just like, what the fuck? Well, some of that's the transplant, the, the transplant nature of this town, though, wouldn't you say? You know, a lot of people coming in from well, people places like Indiana, Chicago, lots of Chicago, a lot of Chicago. Area. I mean, you're you're from that area. You're I from am. Chicago. Jeff, um, don't out me. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Come on. My family's all from uh, the East Coast too, um, but I, it's just like there's a lot of a lot of transplant people. But but John, you are a Colorado fan. I absolutely. You live in Denver. You are a Colorado fan, and there's a lot of people who I I really do describe as front runners who end up coming to Nuggets games when the uh, the the Warriors are here. They come into hockey games when the Blackhawks are here, or the you know, there's a lot of Pittsburgh. Penguins and unfortunately, that's part yeah. of the team economics in this town. Yeah. And if it weren't for those fans, these teams would be destitute. I mean, as mm-hmm. it is, the Denver Nuggets had the lowest attendance in the NBA. Yes, and that's despite the fact that they packed the house a few times when Tim Duncan was in town and when and when uh, that that Curry guy was in town and all these guys that that packs the arena. They sell mini donuts and they're happy. And God knows the same is true at Coors Field. I I I would never root. I mean, I I enjoy good basketball, and you know, as much as I hate the Warriors, still it's beautiful to watch. But I wouldn't root for any other team other than the Nuggets, and that's just because I have I have a Colorado interest. Yeah, and that's it's that's a what I thing. You know, you you want to get you want to re- represent your your where you're from. I have pride in Denver. I was never more proud of the the city than that stretch from the nine from 1994 to 1998. The Nuggets upset the uh, the, the Sonics in that the great series. Um, the, the Avalanche came in. They won a Stanley Cup. And then the Broncos won two Super Bowls. And in that period of time, the pride in Denver was enormous in this town. And then you hit the lull of the 2000s where the Broncos were not that great. And it was the Broncos were going like 7-9, 9-7, 7-9, 9-7. of the Shanahan years, you got the Avalanche were bad at right after the lockout um the nuggets were good through that whole time but it's just it didn't count because they kept losing in the first round so it it during that time in the 2000s a lot of people moved into colorado a ton of people they didn't get to see colorado at its best until the broncos won their super bowl they didn't get that's caught right. up in a 96 avalanche run yeah, kind of right. whirlwind yeah. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right and we've talked about this a bunch of times too with with the transplant dynamic in colorado it's very hard because you get 
tons of Blackhawk fans at the Pepsi Center when the mm-hmm. Avalanche are playing them. Yeah. And 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 you make a good point. They had they didn't see that that heyday when the Broncos won their first Super Bowl or mm-hmm. when the Avalanche won in two thousand one or ninety six. And now you're kind of seeing it where like now with the Broncos win the the first championship in that amount of time. Um, you're getting a little bit of that back, and now that kind of pride, and you hope the other te- the other teams can start doing a little better yeah. to kind of reestablish that and say, "Hey, folks, yeah, you might be uh, you know Milwaukee Brewers fans, and you live here now, but um, we have a, we have a sports culture here, and even though the Rockies suck, we still." root for this team. Well, and of the three teams besides the Broncos, the three of the other three major professional sports teams, I think the Rockies have the best opportunity yeah. to turn more people around in one fell swoop. If this were a legitimate contender plowing forward into October with playoff aspirations, they would benefit more financially than either of the other two teams in the same circumstances. Because the, yeah, the other two teams, uh, it's the winter and they compete with the Broncos directly, and it's 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 a different dynamic. But I will tell you this: 1995, when the uh, Colorado Rockies made that run in the to the wild card, and they made a trade for I'll never forget it. They made a trade for Brett Saberhagen. And I was like, "Oh my God, Brett Saberhagen! Oh, he's coming all the way from the Mets. He's washed up, but the Nuggets, <laughs> but the but the uh, Rockies are making a move." And then they made that run to the wild card, and it was exciting. People were jazzed, and it was the same thing in 2007. Like, nothing can compete with 2007. They took down the internet in yeah. 2007. They <laughs> broke amazing. the internet. And those you could not times. buy tickets to those games. You could not get them. They were unobtainable. Re- yeah. Reno said unobtainium. I think that's the mineral from, uh, from uh, what's that, the, 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 the Blue People movie. Isn't that, what's that called? Uh Avatar, yeah. The Avatar, yeah. yeah. They're trying to find unobtainium. Yeah. Um, How clever! Reno, Reno said he was like he said when he covered it. He said, "Oh, it was just mayhem all the time." And you're right. If they actually put something together, people would they would fucking lay their lives down for it. They would just be like, "I give myself to you, Monfort." And, and, and to that end, I make the argument that this is absolutely a baseball town. Oh, it's a, no but, question. But it about always it. has been. Yeah. It always has been. Yeah, with, the, with the Cubs Bears fans, and the Zephyrs, yeah, there were Cubs fans here and a lot of Cardinals fans here because they would, and they are not from other other locations. They because on the radio, KOA had a deal where they would play Cubs games, um, and or and or Cardinals games, and WGN showed out here and it yep. was basic. Regular, you could get it over. Uh, I watched cable. Cubs games on WGN. My mom, you could was, get it on UHF. My mom was the biggest Mark Grace fan. There was it, it was not oh, just cable. It wasn't. Yeah. It was not just cable. If you if you die, die on an antenna, if you went with the UHF, they, yeah, the Kate the Cubs would come on. Yeah, got uh, when I was a kid. Braves too, because the Braves were on TNT. Yes, and the Braves were always on as well. So a lot of that. So uh, people were. Di- Baseball, certainly, if they could put something together, which they are they, tonight. It seems to me like, I mean, I'm having a hell of a time watching this team right now, and I feel so stupid because I shouldn't be. But you know what? My my philosophy is I'm going to enjoy this while I can. Yeah, who cares? I'm having a blast. Oh, yeah. It, that's that's what it should be about. You Don't should, put you, preconceived notions on it. Absolutely. Just enjoy, yeah. enjoy yourself. Yeah. It's later than you think. Enjoy right. yourself yeah. while you're still in the pain. Now, I wonder if... It, to segue briefly back to what we segued to right before the break, <laughs> segue to the segue. I wonder if somebody who's currently enjoying himself while he's still in the pink 
is uh, why he's missing in action, and I wanted to well, discuss that. Well, that's great that you bring that up, but we have to get to the fourth quarter already, Colin. So, double T's? Yeah. Double T's? So Damn, double, we're teasing double, double T's. We're just going to double tease that bitch. Um, yeah, we kind of blew through that because, we, you know, when we get on things, we talk. This mm-hmm. is why this is a, the free form is better than, the, is. than the, the radio model where you have to stop and do it. Oh, it's time for oh, football yeah. at four. Oh, yeah. Well, we got to talk football. football. Sorry. Because yeah. uh, we haven't been talking about it for the last four hours. Hey, du- <laughs> double cluff hanger. We'll get back. We'll promise we'll get back into it right away. We're going to get Cliffhanger. We're going to do the game, and then we're going to talk Broncos right after this. Fifty two eighty shirt shop is still the friend of the fans and always the friend of the fan cast. Unique styles like the hashtag Rockies Town T shirt being sported by our own John Reedy <laughs> this evening. Visit their virtual showroom at fifty two eighty shirtshop.com. Make sure to buy your gifts there. Support a small business that supports the fans of this fine city. 5280 Shirt Shop, friend of the fans, friend of the fan cast. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol on the cat patrol. Foes that want to make sure my cast is closed. Rap critics save money, cash holes. I'm from the hood, stupid, what type of facts are those? Uh, I forgot about this one. This was the main one. Yeah. And uh, there was one they did with Pavement. It was really good. Yeah. And uh, that's the one I was listening to, and I forgot this one existed. But that's pretty badass. It's pretty fucking sick. It's pretty wicked. Yeah. That one goes out to Jeffrey Morton, by the way. Oh, okay. Definitely true. Well, thank you, Cole. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Nice. Um, So we we had the the cluff hanger. We, We let it hang for too long. Uh, we wanted to bring it up. Um, it's 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 like, and I, I don't mean to f- uh, ruin the movie for you, but it's like The Force Awakens. Where's Luke Skywalker? Where's Sandy Clough? Where's Sandy Clough? Sandy Clough's the Luke Skywalker of the Denver sports team. Where is he? We got to get he's a map. On a, he's on a mountain we, somewhere. He's on a long mountain. beard. <laughs> who's who's going to hand him the lightsaber and say, let's get it on, Sandy? I don't know. Maybe What's we, up? We need the other half of the map to Sandy Clough. Um, so hopefully, hopefully the droid comes around soon. No, seriously, uh, I, I've been having some conversations kind of on the side with Jeffrey about Sandy because we're both big fans. And I think I, I think it's fair to say neither of us are huge fans of the current host mix on his show. And so it's been five weeks now since he last appeared, which was coverage of the final four. He was out there for the final four so he did that work for the fan nobody's heard hide nor hair of him since i know i've done a lot of inquiring contacting people that i know jeffrey's done some inquiring contacting people that he know and i think that we share the the vibe that mostly what we're getting is mixed signals from the folks at the fan no idea what's going on well let me let me just say you guys are a little more in tune with it than i am and as just a casual observer I would say that if someone uh, was 
let's say something was wrong with him, God forbid, then it would be like, hey, there's, you know, there's an issue here, blah, blah, blah. But that has not been said, so you have to assume that there's some other sort of shenanigans happening. Because if someone was sick or there was something wrong, they'd just say, hey, you know, this is, this is the situation. When you have somebody that, like, has an issue and you're like, hey, you know, you have to, you have to kind of be upfront about it. Um, because that's not been said and there's n- it's really been like a very hush-hush thing, it's a bit fishy. I'll, I'll say this. Um one of the many explanations I got was that um, Sandy was using some unused vacation time. Which, with the new company in charge, which makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Generally. He's not going to vacation for the NFL draft, though. Generally. No way. You don't take a month of vacations. I mean, most companies you go into, they they don't say... You're going to have to use up all of your vacation time now. They give you the option. They say either you take the vacation pay and then we'll do this, or at the same time, we'll say you could take maybe a couple weeks. I've never heard of a four-week vacation for any radio person at any time. I've never heard of that. I mean, it's quite possible. Maybe he's in Europe and was like, hey, I've always wanted to go to Europe for a month. Of course. I'm going to run off and uh, be, you know, uh, not in contact with anyone for that amount of time because I'm going to go tour the, uh, you know, the, 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 the Mediterranean or something like that. Totally possible. But still, if he was just on vacation, they just say, Hey, it's on vacation. I mean, maybe they did say that, but, but it would be more emphatic of like, of like, Hey, he's just on vacation guys. He's coming back, but it seems weird. It seems weird. Now, You've noticed, you guys have noticed listening that, you know, he's he's not on there. I didn't hear him on any ad spots either because, like, usually he'll his voice will be on something promoting something. His latest one was Frank Azar. But he's not. You know on who is still there. in rotation in commercials? Scott Hastings, who used to work there. And from what I understand, St- Sandy Clough was none too pleased when they relieved uh, Scott Hastings of duties there. And apparently in not such a nice way. Like, he came in for a meeting one afternoon, and he thought, I'm here to sign a, a, a contract extension or something, and he was let, know, let go that, that afternoon. They're like, they're like yoink. And yoink. so, uh, apparently, from what I understand, Sandy and, and Scott are close, and Sandy was not pleased about that. And I suspect, and this is just kind of me um, spitballing a little bit, I suspect that Sandy might not have been thrilled uh, with being paired with Brandon Stokely. So I've kind of formed the opinion that he's sitting out right now. And I don't know, Jeffrey, if we're exactly on the same page there, but that's the vibe I have. Jeff, you've had Sandy as a guest on Colorado Sports Guys. Five times. You've probably, you see him at Nuggets games. You bump into him. You know him. I've never met the man. Um, What is your impression? What do you think? what's, What's your gut telling you? I anything that I could say would be complete and total speculation Absolutely, because that's this, fine. That's what this show's about. At this point, I have received so you many. You checked your credibility at the door. I, that's true. As soon as well, I did. This is true. I, I, as soon as, as I started hearing contradictory explanations as to why Sandy was gone, I began to wonder if something, as like you said, John, if something more serious was going on um and i do not know um i have tried and tried and tried to find a straight answer um and i have received nothing but 
hems and haws. Maybe you shouldn't look for a straight answer. Maybe you should look for, for a, a gay answer. I look Maybe. for a gay answer, but I, I, I would look for a gay answer. But sometimes that leads to, you know. Different things happen. Different things. Yeah, yes. he's, he's been at the bathhouse on ecstasy for a month. Nobody can get him out of there. Yeah. I, I, it's just, you know, guys, I love Sandy. Sandy is actually, uh, I, over the last seven years, I've really got to know him really well. He's a really good friend. And I consider him that. And I... It's only concerning because we are not, we are not used to him being absent from the radio. This yeah, time. yeah. Sandy's always been there. He's been there forever. even when he's not there. He's there, you know. And right now he is nowhere, and he's got his own show that they still call Sandy and Stokely. I know it's so weird. And Charles Johnson has been the co-host of the show for three weeks yeah. now. They hired Tyler Columbus, and he's been doing stuff with uh, Cecil the hour before the Sandy and Stokely show. They still call it the Sandy, Sandy and Stokely show, and there is no Sandy Club. It, it's, it is weird. It's like he has been erased. It's, it's like what Radiohead just did before they released their new song. They, they erased themselves from the Internet. Did you see how they did that? No. Yeah, they, did they? Yeah, they did. They, like... Their websites uh, got slowly um, uh, more and more opaque until it just disappeared, and then they they deleted all their their Twitter stuff. Really? <laughs> yeah. they, wow. they They went they went all out, and then, <laughs> and then they released a song. So man, that's that's um, that's, be, pr- that's Beyonceing to an extreme. It's pretty man. impressive, yeah. So yeah. anyway, I don't know. Um, hopefully, you know, he he. Oh, uh, my, my, hope, my, my hope is he winds up over there uh, replacing the Rich Eisen show, um, the only syndicated show. In the in the regular weekday block over at altitude, so which is and fine. I, those but guys I would rather be, hear a local guy. I'd rather hear Sandy. No, than, I, yeah. Yeah. Rich Eisen. If you're going to have syndicated, yeah, Rich Eisen's good. Yeah, he's but, very good. But I would much rather have Sandy too. It, uh, but it's it's strange to have n- not him calling someone an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 weird to not have him uh, basically educating the entire city of Denver. On any, any including subject. every other radio host. It, it, yes, it, it, it's amazing. And, and no, you guys have never got the Sandy Clef, uh like in person experience. Oh, rub oh, it in. Rub it oh, in. Oh, I have. No, I have. Did you? Did, did I've you been get, fortunate enough. Did you get the? I mean, I, I was just talking about like like Sandy brings in when he does podcasts with us. He does. He brings in a file that is at least six inches thick of things that he has been reading. About, I mean, I mean, newspaper clippings. Uh, he brings in. That's way too ar- prepared for this. All articles. I mean, this thing is thick. And he'll bring. He'll and Sandy. I'll, I love him for this. He'll bring it in and he'll reference it while we're talking to him on the podcast. And I, I always say to Sandy, you know, this is kind of a free form thing. You don't really have to <laughs> have to be prepared. He's like, no, I. This is my thing. And then he goes through it and he picks out something that's perfect. And it's like educates me every single time he's on. Let there me reference the Sports Illustrated item on yeah. Charlie Bra- Blackman. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's insane. That's impressive. Well, it's absolutely insane. I hope I hope he's fine. I'm sure he is, um, and I hope he hope he makes it back soon. Um, and, and speaking of that, you have a game. Well, about yeah, I mean, we we know Sandy Clough's not dead. We know he's not dead. We know that. So, um, but we're gonna play a quick round, and this will go fast. It's called Is He Dead? And uh, we're just going to tear through some Major League Baseball all-stars. These are all big names in baseball wow. history. And we're going to find out whether or not they're dead. And I'll just keep track 
of your scores. Before you continue, I was assured by Colin that this isn't about like Schooner McGee from Old Shide oh, Park oh, in good. New York or anything. Because I wouldn't like that. know that either. Yeah. <laughs> these are these are big ones. These are heavy hitters, as it were. Yeah. Uh, um, Jimmy Trumbull yeah. of the <laughs> Cleveland uh, uh, of Volunteers, the Negro League, <laughs> in the Negro Leagues. Is Lenny Dykstra dead? John? Uh, no. He's yeah. He's alive. You're gonna go. You're gonna go. Yeah, still alive. alive. Okay. Uh, that is correct. He's 53 years old, and he is still alive. Had a chew- he, yeah, not, I mean, picture gonna, him with I'm chewing. Gonna make, I'm gonna make Jeff answer the next one. So yeah. is, is Roberto Clemente dead? Oh, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah. He died in a plane crash in 1972. 1973. Very Two, good. Yeah. Is Mookie Wilson dead? I guess I had to answer this first. Um, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say yes. He is 60 years old and very much alive. Yeah. <laughs> is Bill Buckner dead? Bill Buckner? No, he's still alive. He's still alive, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he is 66 years old, very much alive. Is Billy Martin dead? Yes. Yes, he's totally dead. Yep, he died in 1989. Drank himself. Real close. Dead. Is Troy Tulewiski dead? <laughs> Well, if you look at his batting average, I'm with Jeff. Yes, his bat, it, his career is probably dead, but he is very much alive. Yes, yeah. you are both correct. <laughs> Troy Tulewski is still alive, even though you don't hear about him all that terrible much, That's even awesome. on SportsCenter. Is Stan Musial dead? This one's uh, is mine or yours, Jeff? Uh, I think it's mine. He's dead. He's dead. He died in 2013. Yeah. Wow, so, wow. Stan, man, yeah, he was not, old, too. He's in the 90s. Long ago. Uh, he died at age 93. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Is Ken Griffey Sr. dead? Uh, this one's mine. Um, I believe he... Oh, shit. I think he's alive. He's alive. That is correct. Age 66. You guys are really good at is he dead. Is Joe DiMaggio dead? <laughs> yes, he's, he's dead. <laughs> yes. He's dead. He's very he much dead. 19... It's almost back to Schooner in the beginning. Mr. Coffee. 1999. <laughs> is Johnny Bench dead? Johnny Bench is alive. Yeah, he's, he's alive. That's correct. Is Steve Garvey dead? He's alive. He's alive. That's correct. Yeah. Age 67. John's still with the one-run lead here. Um, is Honus Wagner dead? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were told that it wouldn't be these guys. <laughs> just, just know if his name is Honus. Honus Wagner. He's if his dead. name is Honus, that means he's He probably dead. died in like 1915 yeah, yeah. or something. 1955. Like <laughs> is Hank Aaron dead? Is it mine or Jeff's? Yours. Uh, he is alive. He is alive, yes. That's correct. Is Ted Williams dead? He is dead. He is dead. His yeah, head 19- is frozen somewhere. 1982. He's like a Futurama character. <laughs> yes, he is. Is Sandy Koufax dead? This is yours? Uh, he's alive. He's alive. Sandy Koufax is alive and 80 years old. Yeah, he's old, but he's alive. Is Ernie Banks dead? Is this mine? Yes. Uh, Ernie Banks is dead. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Ernie Banks is dead. Yes, he's dead. He died last yep. year. Yep. Is Lou Gehrig dead? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, they they would have named the disease after him. Yes, yes, he's dead. <laughs> the, the disease that still aff- afflicts many and kills them. Uh, yes, he's dead. But he's a badass. Yeah. Um, is Willie Mays dead? Zero's. It's mine? Yeah. It's yours, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, he's still alive. Uh, Willie Mays is. Yeah, Willie Mays. Willie Mays is alive. God damn it. Uh, I thought this would be a lot harder. All right. Is Yogi Berra dead? Uh, 
This is mine? Yeah. He's dead. Yeah, he just died a couple months ago. Died last yep. year. Yeah. Very good, gentlemen. John won by one run. I, won. So, wow. I, I got the I got that one wrong. Yeah, nice which one was job. that? Which one did you get wrong? It was uh, one of the early ones. I think it was Mookie Wilson. Mookie Wilson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I, that took a guess. I I think he's alive. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna try and we're gonna try and go a little tougher on the quizzes next time. Was yeah. that we did we did the. Gay, gay songs last time. Oh, yeah, I did the all gay, yeah, the yeah, all gay was music. Uh, it was Who the Fuck Am I Gay the Music And edition. I think John won that one, too. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, what do you think? Come on, buddy. What do you think? What do you think? The only thing I don't know. Hey, listen, I just come here to be schooled. This is exactly what happens. So. Um, hey, you know, celebrities, the, the like the movie stars and the TV stars, that's always good to throw in there, too. So, you know, like um, Abe Vigoda. Just died. Just finally. died. Finally. Just died. Yeah, just died. Yeah, yeah yes. there you go. So. Um, well, let's let's get into Helen Rickman. <laughs> oh, we know he's dead. Um, little Broncos talk. Uh, just yeah. just impressions real quick. Um, it's funny to watch the draft unfold because they uh, people on Twitter go from, you know, oh, my God, Elway, you're a, you're just a genius to Elway, you fucking idiot. What are you thinking? And then and then back again and they swing back, of course, and they're all like. Uh, Elway, uh, come do my wife, and and they're they're all very uh, you know complimentary. Once uh, my, my favorite part was that the biggest gripe anybody nationally or locally had was, well, he took a really tough Aussie guy in the second round who might have slipped a round or two. He went and got his dude. He was like, oh my god, I want that one. Anytime you play like do a fantasy draft yeah. and you really have your heart set on someone, mm-hmm. and you're like. I'll wait a little bit. What happens? A fucking somebody takes him, and yeah. then you don't have your guy. And I and I thought about this because everyone's like, "Oh, this guy's this rounder, blah blah blah." And I thought, you know, they're picking at the end of the round. He would have had to wait for a whole another round, and they were fairly convinced that that guy wasn't going to be there. He played Aussie rules football. That's all I need to know. It's pretty. It's pretty it's bad. A tough, mo- a tough mofo. Absolutely, oh, yeah. for sure. You know, it, it's amazing when people complain about these drafts. It's like it's not like the NBA draft. I mean, this is the NFL. They could cut him for sneezing. I mean, there's literally there's nothing keeping them on the team. This is a low risk draft, specifically with the rookie cap. So any picks they take, you just wash it off and go to the next they, year. They, everybody thinks that they've got to hit a home run with every with every draft pick, yeah. and we know that doesn't happen. Obviously, now they did absolutely have to hit a home run with Paxton Lynch, and I wonder if you gentlemen think they did. Well, it's it's funny because not watching college football, I'm at a disadvantage. Now I watched a few of the YouTubes. You ever watch YouTubes? Yes, I've heard of them. The YouTube, the YouTubes. Um, (laughs) Kid's got a great arm. He could really huck it. Um, I don't know anything about him. It seems like everybody seems fairly sold on him. Um, I trust that one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time can uh, probably judge talent. So I'm thinking, okay, that's cool. It's it further um, it makes makes the the QB situation a little murkier, obviously, with whether he's going to play or or uh, or my man Sanchez. Smiling Mark Sanchez. Smiling Mark. But um, I I think it's it's fine. They needed it, you know. And if he's the guy for the future, fantastic pick. Um, I just don't know enough about college to know. I don't either. I mean, to be honest with you, I was like as as. There's I was a me- in there's the a dark. Memphis? I was in the dark, and I was like, I didn't know they played football in Memphis. Yeah, because you know it's it's a basketball school. It's a, very, it's a very famous basketball school, and John Calipari was there for a long time, and I'm like, what? I didn't know they had a football team. Yes, they do. But it's interesting on, on this – any of this, this draft, I'm looking at them getting a rookie quarterback and they have Mark Sanchez. What's the goal for this next season? 
what it, 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 are they going to get back? I mean, what is the what's the ultimate goal? Because I mean, yeah, Sanchez is all right, and then you had a rookie quarterback. Is the goal to get back to the Super Bowl? Oh, yes. I think I think they're fucked though. I mean, I no, think no, they, no, no, I no. think they're fucked. No, no. Listen, I think that they are they are so convinced that that defense is is otherworldly and is going to be that good again, maybe even better than it was this past season. That they can that and everyone's heard this said before that they can trot that defense out there and anything that's an improvement over the QB position from last year is going to be better. And it, and it should be a because, cardboard cutout of Peyton Manning would be an improvement. Cause he had some terrible games and uh, you know, and Brock was, was pretty good in, in relief of him uh, won some run, won some big games. But if anybody is better than what they had, then they should be fine. Now, ter- offensive line was awful last year. It was terrible. They had injuries, and people were, they were just not very good. And it didn't. It took them a long time to kind of get it together. If the offensive line is good, and you've got decent quarterback play, they should be fine. And if the defense, and if the defense is good, then I think I think they're fine. Do you find yourself like I do, wanting to root for Mark Sanchez just because he's been? So good with the media since he got here. I, simply because I want him to redeem the butt fumble, basically. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm, I root for a good story, and him redeeming himself is a it would be a good story, especially after that, and then going to Philadelphia and playing like two games and stuff he, like that. Now, listen, he played in Philadelphia for like two seasons. I think it was two mm-hmm. seasons. N- not the last season, but the season before, he filled in for a long stretch. And the reason why I know this is because I picked him up in fantasy, and I played him, and I almost went went the distance in the South Stands uh, Denver League with Mark Sanchez because he carried me because he had a stretch that was really good. Now, he barely played last uh, this past season, so I'm sure his stats don't look very good. And if he did play, he probably didn't do very well. But when he played for a stretch two years ago, he, had, he did very well. So... I'm guessing, just just off the top of my head, that if he gets with some good coaches and not the fucking clusterfuck that, that the Eagles were, then they can probably help him out a little bit so he's serviceable. Now, the question is, is will he even play or will, will Lynch play? I don't – hey, if they get – like I said, if they get decent quarterback play, they can if they can finally run the ball – they ran the ball terribly for the three quarters of last season. If they can run the ball – better if they have better quarterback play they're going to be fine their schedule is brutal their schedule is bad and i'm i'm worried that if you start a rookie it's just your chances are even as good as the rookie is your chances are not great yeah my hope is that lynch can sit the entire year what was russell wilson was that his second year when they went to the super bowl yeah second or third i mean that that even that was incredible i mean that is that's almost unheard of and i it's to me pretty much it's you have to have Mark Sanchez in there and let Paxton Lynch sit a year. It's almost like you need to redshirt him, to use a football term. Un- unless unless those other guys just completely suck and he has to play, which would probably be unfortunate. But, you know, look at the rookies that played last year, like um, Marcus Mariota played for the Titans. Not a good season. Didn't play. Now that team's awful. So mm-hmm. you've got a guy who's rookie quarterback playing. You've got a terrible team. Um, I think both sides of the ball, they were awful. And he had a couple good games. He did a couple good games here and there. Um, but, again, you put a rookie on a good team where you've got, you've got two of the best receivers in the game. You've got one of the best running backs in the game. I don't know, man. They can, it, they, they can still do it. I think, I think the notion of them just packing it in and being like, well, we're not going to repeat. Paxing it in. Paxing it in. <laughs> I think that is, um, that is, that is a, a little bit of a reach. I think that they still – 
you know, we'll see how it goes. By midseason, you're going to know. But again, by midseason this last season, we were like, oh, there's no way they're going to win the Super Bowl. They're fucking awful. So you never know what will happen. That's why it's the National Football League. The National Football (laughs) League. And the quarterback position is so critical in the National Football Football League. League. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, Speaking of the draft, real quick. Let's get out of here. Let's talk about that quickly about that Laramie Tunsil situation. First of all, what a fucking weird name is Laramie. Laramie Tunsil. Yeah, it's not even spelled like Laramie. is 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 that a Jeremy that was born in Laramie? This is a Laramie Laramie uh, Tunsil, and he's like Tonsil. So I mean. yeah, that's a weird <laughs> fucking name. That's a weird name. It is a weird name, and uh, and one of many in the NFL draft. I might sure. add. Yeah, yeah. Um, ghetto moms are awesome with their names. <laughs> um, but uh, I thought that was one of the most interesting uses of social media we've seen yet. And and I I think taking the whole thing with the gas mask and the smoking of the pot, and then the the screen grabs from the phone with the conversation from the coaches about how he's taking money from the school. He had to have been hacked. It, oh, he, he was. He, was, he yeah. clearly was. Um, in, in, in grand for- fashion, I think most people suspect it was his father-in-law. I think um, it was like a financial advisor. It was a former financial now. advisor. That's right. I, I saw that yesterday. Um, but I thought it was fascinating. I could just, see why he was fired. Just in a sense of, of <laughs> this is what our social media universe is like now. And here's this kid who's sitting there at the biggest moment of his entire life. And he could have gone as early as four or five. Yep. And teams are watching him slide, watching him slide, watching him slide, all because they're getting it in their ear. Oh, my God, you won't believe this this photograph. I mean, if it were the team he fell to, that had made that maneuver, they couldn't have been any more brilliant. Well, well, what? <laughs> True, yeah. Because then, because we we've discussed. I said like, well, what's stopping Shane Ray from getting mysteriously bust busted with pot and then falling out of not getting picked by the Browns and like all of a sudden, oh, I'm on the Denver Broncos yeah. and, and now he's a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. So I think the, the Tunsil's thing was a little extreme. I'm sure he didn't quite plan for that to go that way, but um. Yeah, he went to a. I mean, the Dolphins aren't bad. He, he could have went to the Browns or somebody awful, but he went to the Dolphins, who yeah. might might compete this year. Um, it, it's it's horrible. He probably lost out a lot of money. That's the main millions thing. of yeah, dollars. He lost well, it reminded a lot of me money. of Warren. Uh, was it Warren Sapp? That uh, the, the marijuana thing came out right before the draft, and it tanked his draft stock. And then the the, the Bucks or the, the Bucks got him right. The yeah, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yep. And then, uh, but also, but the the actual circumstances of this reminded me of last year's NBA draft when the Ty Lawson stuff came out and suddenly all the moves that the Nuggets had planned tanked because they because Ty they featured Ty and then Ty torpedoed his own thing but I mean Ty's on there smoking a hookah and it's like (laughs) that's right really really similar but Ty did that to himself absolutely clearly this guy did not do this to himself well it's it's weird And, and again okay he was smoking weed Big fucking deal. And, and you know, and if you if you if the Ravens took him off their board because they was smoking weed, it's like, look, all those guys were getting paid. So let's let's just throw that out. They were all getting paid in, in their in their college careers. He was smoking weed. They were all smoking weed. So if the Ravens de- 
passed on him, well, that's their fault because of weed. Yeah. It wasn't like all of a sudden it came out that was like, oh, sexual he assault. murdered somebody. Sexual assault charge coming down tonight on this kid. Um, by the way, did you see Ray Lewis's kid got uh, busted for some sort of sexual uh, battery or something like oh, that? Oh man, he should talk to him. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, which is just a, just a shame that that uh, Ray Lewis, that great role model, could have. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it, it's ironic the the Baltimore Ravens passed on a guy. Absolutely. Considering they had Ray Ray Rice in their organization, woman batterer, and you had uh, Ray Lewis who uh, was involved in the killing of someone in, in a double murder. So. Yeah. Um, Hey, good good on the Dolphins, man. They were like, hey, you know what? This kid's just obviously into some – got some weird situation going on. We'll reap the benefits. I think that's grand. So, yeah, um, yeah it's always interesting. The draft is, is very fascinating. Like I said, I, I love the draft. I don't know who any of these people are because I don't follow college, but the draft is awesome. It's a, it's a great time. Um, it, I just now start looking, okay, it's good for fantasy. I'm like, who am I going to – who am I going to get – in fantasy and where, and uh, now they now they're okay in my book. They're not they're not the smooth college boys that they were. Now they're men. Now they're NFL men. So yes, <laughs> yes. And they're then they're always what is it? What the NFL's like? What three years that you have to be in college or yeah. two years? Uh, I think it's I think it's two. Because at least they're, two. They're they're already they come in. The NFL players come in seasoned. You yeah. know, so um, um, they don't need as much time as uh, NBA players do. So it, really, you're going to be able to see impact almost immediately, except for maybe the quarterback. Position. That's why it's great, and that's why baseball sucks because it takes so long for those guys to develop. They're in their they're in the minors oh, for yeah, years. They get drafted in high school. Oh yeah, and, drafted in high yeah. school, and then you hear their name for years, and all of a sudden there they are, and then, oh, then they fucking Jimmy. Suck, so. What's it? You know, was <laughs> picked him out of a bubblegum package. It's good stuff. Well, uh, I think we're I think we're here. I think we've arrived. Have we? Do you got anything else, Colin? Or you, no, you man. Good? I think we're good. It was good. I, I always love having Jeff in because we always have a good conversation. It flows. Yeah. It goes quickly, which is always a sign of a good show. And that's uh, that's what we get with Jeff. Thank you for being here again, Jeff. No problem, guys. I'm, I'm glad you could make it to the new studio. Anytime. Uh, check out Jeff's stuff on Denver Stiffs. Yes. Um, maybe not so much right now. Uh, I'll be writing something tomorrow, but I don't know what yet. There you so. go. So uh, <laughs> he's the king of Thornton. I am the king. That's his Twitter handle now, so make sure you follow him on Twitter. And, uh, well, until next time, it's good times. We'll be back for more soon. Adios. On the block, I'm magical. See me at your college campus, baggy full of Adderall. Call me if you need a fix, call me if you need a boost. See them other chicken heads, they don't ever leave the coop. I'm in the coop cruising, I got the stolen plates. Serving all the fiends over there by the Golden Gate Bridge. I'm colder than the fridge and the freezer. I'm snatching all your bitches at my leisure.